In this episode, I break down and compare the four best business selling models on Amazon. I'll also share the pros and cons of each business type and give you my opinion on which model is best for you and your goals. Let's do this. Welcome to episode number 141 of the Private Labeler Show. I am your wonderful host, Nick Landowski. I am super pumped that you are here for yet another episode. Now today, guys, I'll be flying solo as the past few episodes I've had some amazing guests on. So you guys you guys just get me today. Hope you're okay with that. Now I hope that you guys are absolutely crushing it and getting ready for Halloween. It's it's that time of year again. It's just going so fast. So Halloween is here. Hopefully you guys are ready. Got your candy and your costumes and your decorations out. And this year, guys, I will be going as Maverick from the movie Top Gun. I've got my flight suit all ready with my sweet aviators ready to rock and roll in honor of my late brother Goose. Great balls of fire, everybody. So happy Halloween, depending upon when you are actually listening to this podcast. Now, today, guys, I wanted to dive into something a little bit different. I want to talk about some of the different selling models out there to consider when selling on Amazon. So as you guys know, primarily we talk about private labeling on the Private Labeler Show podcast, but there are other selling models that you may want to consider getting into, and that's what we're going to dive into today. And again, there's not just one way. There's actually a lot of different ways, and each have their own pros and cons, which we will dive into in just a, uh, a second or two. And I'm going to share my opinions on each of the different models so that you can determine what are the best models for you and your goals. But before we get started, I wanted to throw something out there to you guys on the podcast here. Um, I get asked probably a couple of times a week from you guys, whether or not I do training or coaching for Amazon, if I have a course available. And the answer to that is I do not. And I don't know if that's ever going to change in the near future. So the reason why I bring this up, since I know so many of you guys are looking for courses to have kind of some, some structure and, and to get on your feet with selling on Amazon and having success. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware, I, I did post this in the Facebook group a couple of weeks ago, but if you sign up for Helium 10, the suite of tools for Amazon sellers, if you sign up for that, like a paid plan, um, you get access now to Kevin King's freedom ticket training course. Okay. And that course, I believe retails for like a thousand bucks. So by signing up for those helium 10 tools that you're going to want to use anyways, for finding products and all that other stuff, those are the same tools I use guys. So it's, it's some of the best stuff out there. Um, you get access to his training course. And for all of you that aren't familiar with Kevin King, um, check out episode 120 of my podcast when he was on. And the Helium 10 guys are legit. I mean, I had Bradley Sutton on, what was that, um, a couple months ago on the podcast. I know that was a hugely popular popular episode as well. Those guys are the real deal. So get signed up for Helium 10 and get access to the Freedom Ticket training course, okay? So I just wanted to throw that out there if you weren't familiar. Another thing, I wouldn't pay full price for Helium 10. Use my link and discount. You'll get a, disc, a deal on that. So you can go to my resources page for that or the, the show notes for this episode. Or if you just want to go direct, you can go right to privatelabelershow.com forward slash helium 10. That's privatelabelershow.com forward slash helium 10. It's going to take you to like a special landing page with the deals on there. 
and just get signed up. And like I said, you can get access to that freedom ticket training course by Kevin King. And again, I think that was like, it's like $997 or thousand dollars that he normally charges for that. So, um, if you weren't familiar with that or weren't aware of that, now you are and do with it what you will. So let's dive into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. Now, as you may or may not know, there are actually many different ways to making money on Amazon, many different selling models that you can follow. So private labeling products is not the only way or it's not necessarily the best way. So what I'm gonna do today is break down a few of the more popular methods of selling physical products on Amazon. And we're gonna talk about retail arbitrage, online arbitrage, private labeling, of course, and wholesaling. So as mentioned, I'm gonna share some of the pros and cons of each method so that you can determine what model is gonna work best for you and your goals. Now, you actually may even wanna consider more than one selling method. You don't just have to do one model. Now, in my opinion, all of the methods and models are amazing and great ways to make not only a few extra dollars, but all the way up to full-time incomes. Okay, so the first model that I wanna get into and break down is actually the arbitrage selling model. Now there's two different versions to this technically. We have retail arbitrage and we have online arbitrage. Similar concept, but just slightly different ways that you would approach them. So what is this model all about exactly? Well, you're just physically buying items, like you're going to a store or you're buying items online for a discount or a really great deal that you know are fast moving and that would sell for more money on Amazon. So you're actually buying these items and shipping them into Amazon. And when they sell, they're gonna sell for more money than you bought it for. And you're just gonna collect the profits in between. So essentially you're just going around buying items and flipping them on Amazon, okay? So let's just say as an example, you're out and about at your local Walmart on the Friday night with the family and uh, you're cruising up and down maybe the, the pet section and you notice on an end cap that they have an item that they're looking to get rid of. Like they're clearly motivated to get rid of it and it's like a deal that's too good to be true almost and you can find this item, that they're this widget for like $5. You know, it's on clearance or something like that and you're like, damn, like I know for a fact that on Amazon those items sell quick and they sell for up to like $20, like this is a steal right here. So you're gonna physically buy that item or as many as they have, as many as you can afford, and you're gonna then ship them into Amazon because you know, because you did some research and you checked that they are fast moving and that you can sell them on Amazon for you know, maybe $15, $20, whatever that amount is, and you're just collecting in between, okay? So that's kind of really it in a nutshell. Uh, you just have to get really good at identifying where to find these opportunities in these certain retail stores or online. And, it, and it's just a lot of you buying items low and then shipping them in and flipping them and selling them for more money on Amazon, okay? So that's really it in a nutshell. Now, retail arbitrage, obviously you are hitting the pavements. You're getting in your car, you're driving to retail stores that are around you. So let's just say your Walmarts, your Targets, your TJ Maxx, whatever and you're cruising up and down aisles and clearance sections and you know end caps and all that kind of stuff, and you're looking for opportunities. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna use your phone a lot, and there's gonna be apps that you can download and put on your phone that allow you to then scan these products to quickly check and kind of give you data and information to see if they would be a good opportunity to um, flip and sell on Amazon, okay? So it's just a lot of scanning of, of products and things like that and checking information um, in order to recognize those opportunities. Now, 
online arbitrage, same idea overall, except that you are not hitting the pavement in your car driving everywhere. You are actually just doing all this from the comfort of your own home. And instead of just randomly checking websites, there's a lot of amazing software out there that will actually pull in and filter and find you a lot of these opportunities all over the internet that you can then from the comfort of your own home buy, get sent to your house or whatever, and then you send into Amazon, list it, and hopefully sell it sooner rather than later. Again, you just collect that that difference in the middle, okay? So that's really kind of it. Retail arbitrage, again, you just gotta remember, you're going to all these different retail stores around you, so if you kind of live in a, a retail-rich environment, then this may be a good opportunity for you. Now, uh, if you don't wanna do that, you just wanna sit in your robe, then consider the online arbitrage model and do it you know, all um, on your own time from your computer. Now, who is the arbitrage model good for? Well. In my opinion, it's good for people that are just getting started that don't necessarily have a whole lot of capital, okay? So you really really wouldn't need much capital to get started with this model. And I hear it often that, you know, a lot of times people want to get started with private labeling or wholesaling or whatever, and they just don't have a whole lot of money. And if you've ever listened to my podcast, I talk about this method and this model often. I say, hey, get started with arbitrage, get started flipping items because it builds good momentum and creates and generates capital that you can use to, you know, get into one of the other selling models. So if you're looking to make a few extra bucks, then this is a very ideal selling model. Okay. And it's very entry level and uh, it's very simple. It just takes time and effort to kind of put into it that you can do a lot of this on your own time as well. It doesn't have to be something that you do full time. It could be definitely part time. So Let's get into it now with a few of the pros and the cons of the arbitrage selling model. So diving into the pros, the good stuff. Uh, guys, This is a, these models here are very low risk and doesn't re, they don't require a whole lot of money to get started. So low risk and low startup costs, like what's not to love about that? Also, they're great if you need to generate some extra cash quickly, okay? So if something, let's just say, happens to your car, and boom, you got this bill or you got to pay for something to fix your car, a couple hundred bucks. And you're thinking, where am I going to get the money to do that? Well, consider doing, let's say, a little retail arbitrage as an example. You could spend a few hours hitting the stores, making things happen, putting a little bit of action out there and, and buying some products and things like that and, and getting things listed on Amazon. And in a relatively short period of time, again, you could generate a few extra hundred bucks with just a little bit of work. It's totally possible. So if you need some extra cash quickly, consider the arbitrage selling model. Now, another pro is that you can do this part-time. Now, I know a lot of you guys are really busy. You got jobs, you got you know family stuff, you got soccer practice with Billy, all these different things. And you're just looking to find time to kind of get your feet wet and get, get some traction going. Well, consider the arbitrage model because you can do this really anytime. And you could put in a few extra hours here and there on the weekends, you know, on Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings, or whatever it might be, kind of hitting some stores up. And you can just start building some positive momentum. You know, you're taking action, uh, you're making it happen, you're, you know, you're generating a little bit of extra money. It's building some confidence, okay? So you can do this part-time, doesn't really require all that much uh, effort to get started. Now, online arbitrage, guys, another pro here. You can do this from the comfort of your own home. Like what's not to love about that? As long as you got that laptop and internet connection, you can work on your online arbitrage business, again, right from the comfort of your own home. You don't need to get in your car and drive all over the place like you would with the retail arbitrage model. Now, a few of the negatives 
of the online and retail arbitrage models, guys, is they in general are not very passive models. Like you need to constantly keep buying products again and again and again to keep the business afloat, to keep money coming in. So if you're doing the retail arbitrage model, you need to constantly keep hitting up the stores and scouring and finding those opportunities and buying those products and shipping them in. You need to keep kind of things very active to keep that business afloat and money coming in. So again, they're not very passive. And uh, they're, in my opinion, pretty hard to scale. So these aren't business models that I would say are easily scalable. So if that's something that is concerning to you or whatever, just be aware of that. So they're very hard to scale. And in most cases, like you're not going to get rich doing this. You're not typically going to get rich doing retail arbitrage or anything like that. Now, there are people out there. There are exceptions to every rule. There are people that really dial in on these particular business models and make you know huge incomes. But I would say that that's not very common. So if you're looking to generate some extra money or you know whatever, kind of in between, then these models are definitely for you. But again, don't plan on getting rich unless you get hyper-focused and kind of just go all out. Okay, so that pretty much wraps up the arbitrage selling model. Now, what I want to do next is transition to my favorite selling model. You guessed it, private labeling, shocker. <laughs> so um, obviously, if you're an avid listener of the podcast and you might be a fellow private labeler yourself, you're probably going to be fairly familiar with a lot of what I'm going to have to say here. But let's just say you're brand new to everything and you're trying to determine if private labeling is going to be a good selling model for you to consider for your goals and your business. Here's really what it's all about if you're not familiar. So essentially what you're doing in the simplest of terms is you are buying product in bulk from a supplier. They're making that product for you. But what, here's what you're doing. You are branding that product or all those products with your own logo, your own, maybe even your own custom packaging. Heck, you could even customize that product to your exact liking. And you are, again, buying in bulk. And a lot of people will source from China. Okay, so you're going to buy in bulk from China. And then what you're going to do is you're going to have that product shipped into Amazon and you're going to create your own listing in most cases. And that product from A to Z is yours. Like you design and control all of it. It's your very own creation. And you're starting from ground zero on Amazon in a lot of cases because that product's not even going to have a listing. You're going to get the photos made. You're going to get the listing made, the copy. There's a lot of things that you're going to do, a lot of moving parts, but you're in control of everything and uh, away you go. So that's kind of really it in a nutshell. Again, you could sell on Amazon, you could sell on your own Shopify site. It doesn't have to just be Amazon. It could be anything or anywhere. It could be eBay. It doesn't really matter. But again, it's totally yours. You're private labeling it with your own branding and logo. And really the sky's the limit for this particular selling model. I love it a lot. Um, it's really afforded me over the past however many years to live the lifestyle that I want to live and allows me a lot of freedom to kind of do the things I want to do and work on my business really just from my own laptop anywhere in the world as long as I have an internet connection. So it is truly an amazing, an amazing uh, selling model and I can't rave enough about it. So who is this model good for? Well, if you do have some money to invest, then this may be for you. And if you like total control over your products, in your business, then this is definitely for you. If you like a challenge, this is definitely for you. So in my opinion, this model has the most upside. Again, it's very, very challenging, or it can be, but it has just tremendous amounts of upside. Okay, so here are some of the pros 
for private labeling. So again, you have total control over everything. So if you're a creative person and you have an idea for a product or a way to improve upon a certain product that's already out there to make it better, and you want to come up with your own branding for your own company, your own designs, um, you know, all that stuff, then this is going to be the model for you. If you like all the control over everything, then um, definitely consider private labeling. Now, here's what you can also do, and I've done podcasts about this. So if you create maybe a private label brand, maybe a little micro niche brand of a handful of different products that's having some success and you're generating money every month and your business is growing, well, what's really popular to do is actually cash out and sell your brand. So you could sell your brand for hundreds of thousands of dollars, not millions of dollars. Like there's people out there that do that. They put in a ton of work, they develop uh, and create a brand of products, you know, in whatever niche, you know, that they want to get into and uh, they can cash out. And that's just like, a, that's its own business model. Then they'll start up another brand and kind of do it all over again. So I've done podcasts about that, but here's the other thing. If you do such a thing and you develop your own private label brand, you don't have to just sell on Amazon. You might also get your products into retail stores. So maybe you knock on the door of like Walmart or whatever, and all of a sudden, you know, your business is growing in different ways now outside of Amazon. That's entirely possible. And I know people that do that. And uh, again, you don't have to just be Amazon centric. So that's, that's just truly an amazing thing. And again, that just comes with a lot of work a lot of you know blood, sweat, and tears to get you to that point, but it is possible. Now, the other thing that I have mentioned probably a handful of times in this podcast is once you develop a private label product and you're building up a brand, maybe you got a handful of products out there, uh, products in your brand. If you start to have some success on Amazon or maybe on your own website or whatever, what's going to happen is you're going to get other businesses or other people or other companies reaching out to you on a regular basis, wanting to wholesale with you, wanting to set up wholesale accounts with you to buy your products so that they can sell on their websites or in their own brick and mortar stores or what have you. So I have that all the time. I'd say a couple of times a week, I get people reaching out to me saying, Hey, want to set up a wholesale account? Really love your products and your brand. I want to carry that in my stores or on our websites or whatever. How do we go about doing that? And again, that just opens up so many possibilities that are super exciting. Again, this isn't just Amazon. This is like expanding out all into these other opportunities for you to grow your business. So another pro, another reason why I absolutely love private labeling is the margins can be huge. Like you're in control of all this. So if you have a brand that um, in products that have like a high perceived value, you know, they're, they're very premium. You can start charging for that. You can control all your own pricing especially if you're buying your products at a you know, relatively low price from your supplier. Um, you, know, you can make a lot of money for each unit that you're selling. And essentially, again, those profits can be huge. Not to say that that's guaranteed. Maybe you have products that don't really make you much money at all. But again, if you do a good enough job with you know, building a premium brand, you can have massive margins. And as I've mentioned, uh, I've done podcasts singly just about this. But if you build up, let's say, a three to five product, private label brand in whatever niche, it doesn't matter. Um, you can easily turn that into a million dollar business in a relatively short period of time, just selling on amazon.com. Like that's entirely possible. So if you want to create a million dollar business, I'd say one of the best ways of doing it is private labeling three to five products that are related in your brand, and you could have a million dollar business. And then from there, you can get to the next point, which, which is my next pro here. This is a very scalable model. 
So you can scale this really to the moon. So let's say you start out on amazon.com, got that million dollar business with their five products, whatever, you're just rocking and rolling. And what you can do from there is you can start expanding out to all of these other markets around the world that Amazon is now in. So that could be Canada, Mexico, Japan, Germany, Australia, you know, the UK, wherever. And again, as, as long as those products are doing well in the US, there's a good chance that they're going to do well on other, the other side of the world. And before you know it, you've taken your million dollar brand and now you're making, you know, uh, doing a million and a half a year or whatever, just by putting them into these other markets that Amazon has already established around. So it's very, very scalable. And you don't even just have to stick with Amazon. Obviously, you could take those products to, say, walmart.com, get it on those marketplaces. And as long as they've tested uh, well on Amazon and they're selling well on Amazon, they're probably going to sell well elsewhere, okay? So other pros, things that I love about this business model, guys, is you can outsource virtually all aspects of the business. So in 2019, there are no shortage of freelancers or websites or companies that can help you with all facets, facets of your business, from sourcing to listing creation to photography to marketing to everything in between. Uh, there, there's so many things that, again, you can hire experts for if you are not you know, very familiar with certain parts of the business or very good at them. And once you put in the work with this particular business model, once you put in the blood, sweat, and tears to get a product really rocking and rolling on Amazon or your products and your brand, it can become a very passive business model. So from my experience, um, you know, I've at times just kind of been very hands-off with my business while I went traveling and doing other things and hanging out and, you know, just kind of just focusing on other things. And my business at a lot of times just became extremely passive. Again, that didn't happen overnight. It took a lot of work to get to that point at times, but there are times where my business doesn't require that much of my focus because things are kind of just being handled. Things are being outsourced. Things are being run and sort of automated, if you will, on a lot of respects. And you can do that with this particular type of business model. And that's what I absolutely love about private labeling. So here are a few of the cons, though, with all that amazing uh, sell job that I just there, did there on the, on the for the pros there. Here are some of the cons. Um, yes, this does require an initial investment, it does require money to get started to buy bulk inventory, okay? So you can't typically just get started with a couple of hundred dollars and expect to be successful. In my opinion, you're going to want to at least have a few thousand dollars, if not more, to buy your initial bulk amounts of inventory and to have money left over for marketing, for advertising, all that stuff to get the listing created, photography, all these different things. Because remember, this is A to Z, like you're starting from scratch with private labeling. There's a lot that you have to kind of put together and it does require money in a lot of cases to get things going. So you do from time to time see people out there with like YouTube videos with kind of clickbaity titles saying like, hey, you know, get started with your own private label product for like $500 or whatever, like you can do this, you know. That's not really all that feasible in my opinion. You wanna come at things from a position of strength you want to at least have a couple grand to get started. And for some of you people listening, that may not be something that you have right now. So therefore, you may kind of go back to the previous selling models of the arbitrage stuff so that you can generate that capital and kind of get that rolling into uh, the private label model so you can buy the bulk inventory. Now, another con, as I mentioned, this is an A to Z model. Like you're in control of all aspects of it. There's a lot of moving parts to private labeling. From the initial designs to working with the suppliers to the customizing of all that stuff to getting uh, the product shipped, dealing with customs and and you know all that stuff related to that, 
uh, with the listing creation, with driving traffic, with marketing, pay-per-click, like there's a ton of moving parts and it can become a little overwhelming when you're first starting out because you're like, damn, I don't know how to do any of this. But over time, yes, you can learn these things or you can outsource what you don't know. But just understand that there's a lot of moving parts to private labeling, okay? And here's the other thing. One of the cons that I definitely need to mention, there's, there is risk. So there can be high risk with private labeling. So you may be certain that a product that you did research on that you think is going to sell really well on Amazon, like you're really pumped about it. You did the work, did the research. Now, maybe you're going to plunk down, let's say five grand. You're going to go big. You're going to buy a bunch of inventory for this product. Um, and you're almost positive it's going to work out. But for whatever reason, the product, the product flops and you put in all that time and effort and money. And now you're like, damn, this product isn't selling or it's just getting destroyed in the reviews. You know, um, a lot of times people might freak out. So there is risk. Not every product is going to be a home run or a grand slam. So just be aware that products do fail from time to time. You may lose money on a product. It does happen. Okay. So just kind of be aware of that. You know, wherever there's high risk, there's typically high reward as well. So you kind of have to look at it that way too. So as I mentioned, the final con here that I want to get into about private labeling, um, there can be a pretty steep learning curve with learning all aspects of private labeling. So just kind of be aware of that, that this will require a good amount of your time to learn the business. Okay. So if you don't have time or you're not willing to put the time in, then this may not be the model for you at, uh, at this current point. So, um, I would typically tell people, you know, get, get educated on all these different aspects of the business, learn it and start doing it, start applying. And over time, like you will start to generate some confidence with learning the different aspects of the business, but it's not going to come overnight. Now, certainly you could invest in a training courses. You know, if you want to get kind of caught up to speed quicker, it's totally up to you. There's a lot of resources out in the market to teach you to all aspects of the business. But again, you need to learn the information and then apply. Okay. So just kind of be aware of that. But overall, bottom line, guys, private labeling, amazing. There's so many amazing opportunities with it. Um, just creating your own brand. And it's, I think, just the most exciting business model still on Amazon. I've been doing it for, for many years and I'll keep doing it for many years in the future. Uh, as long as I'm making a bunch of money with it, which I am, hopefully you guys are as well. Uh, I see no reason to pump the brakes with private labeling at all. Okay, so let's move on to the final selling model that we're going to dive into here today, and that is wholesaling. Wholesaling is super awesome. I love it a lot, and we're going to dive into it a little bit, get into some of the pros and cons, so that way you can decide if it is the right business model for you and your goals. So what is wholesaling all about? Well, it's actually really, really simple. So you are going to identify and then buy in bulk fast-moving name brand products that already exist they're already selling on Amazon. You're going to buy them in bulk. You're going to reach out to that company or those companies and brands directly, maybe through their website or through email or just even calling them or whatever. You're going to try to set up a wholesale account or wholesale contracts. So that way you can buy those products from them in bulk at a really great price. And you're going to have the expectation then that you are going to send those products in and list and sell directly on Amazon. Again, existing products that are already on Amazon. That's kind of what you're doing in a nutshell. Um, or you could work directly with a distributor to find your products that you can buy in bulk again, and then uh, send in and sell on Amazon. So that's really kind of it in a nutshell. So who is this particular business model good for? Well, it's good if you have some capital to invest. Like if you have uh, you know, some money to kind of get your 
um, your bulk products purchase when you're first starting out, you got a couple grand, like you can get started out with wholesaling. And here's the other thing. If you don't want to deal with all the marketing aspects, the, all the A to Z stuff that you have to deal with when private labeling, if you want to cut a lot of that out, then wholesaling might be for you. And if you're somebody that's good with setting up systems and you don't mind uh, kind of contacting and reaching out a lot to different brands and companies and distributors all the time and building those relationships up and doing that type of, uh, uh, you know, kind of reaching out on a constant basis to buy products, um, then wholesaling might be for you. So let's get into a couple pros and cons of wholesaling. There's lots to love about this selling model. So we'll dive into the pros first. Now, what I love is that it is a very scalable business model. You know, as long as you have capital, like anything is really possible with this business model. You could scale this to the moon. So again, as long as you have capital to keep placing money or pl placing orders, like reorders and adding to your assortment of products, you kind of just keep growing this business into your wildest dreams, really. So it's very scalable. And here's the deal. In my opinion, it is a relatively low risk model to entertain when you're first starting out. Okay. Because the reason being is that you're typically only dealing with products, name brand products that are really popular already that you already know sell really well. They already have a proven track record of sales and you can identify that. So all you're really doing is you're just, you're just kind of going along for the ride on products that again are popular, have sold well, and are going to continue to sell well. And you're just jumping on for that wave for that ride. So really kind of, um, limits your risk when you are first starting out. Okay. Now, other things that I love about this selling model is that, you know, like I mentioned with private labeling, there's a lot of moving parts to private labeling, a lot of A to Z, you're in control of a lot of different things, but with wholesaling, you don't really need to deal with in most cases with all that marketing stuff, all the pay-per-click stuff, all the listing stuff. Like in a, in a lot of cases, you don't really need to deal with that. Like all that's already handled or done or has been done. And again, you're just kind of jumping along for the ride, uh, riding the wave. And uh, that's what I absolutely love about this model. So a lot, a lot less moving parts compared to private labeling. And as I mentioned about private labeling, one popular thing to do is build up little micro brands and then sell that brand off to investors and kind of cash out and make a bunch of money. Well, you can kind of do the same type of thing with a wholesaling business. So if you've got a track record of success with your wholesaling business and you've got systems set up in place and you're generating cash month in and month out and you're growing your business, you know, down the road, you may then choose to sell your business off to an investor. Okay. So that's entirely possible as well. So those are a couple of things I absolutely love about the wholesaling model. Here are some of the negatives or some of the things to think about as far as cons go. Now, again, you do need money to get started. You can't really just start this with $0. So take that into consideration. You're going to need a couple of thousand dollars at least to get started to buy some inventory. Okay. So how much you really need? Well, it all kind of depends upon the product that you're looking at and, you know, the companies that you're dealing with or the brands that you're dealing with or distributors and like how many units they'll allow you to buy kind of at a minimum to get started. So all that will vary a little bit, but expect to come to the table with at least a few thousand dollars to get started. Okay. Now, another con, this is kind of like a, one of the drawbacks uh, that wholesaling has is at times the margins can be a little low. That's not to say that it's that way all the time, because there are certainly products out there that you can find that have really good margins, but margins tend to be a little low, a little small. Okay. So just kind of be aware of that. 
Um, now, another thing to pay attention to another con is that if you are growing your wholesaling business and you have a ton of inventory that you are kind of on the hook for, you know, you got a lot of different products now that you're wholesaling and you're buying huge amounts of them, um, you're on the hook for all that inventory at a certain point. So if something happens to your account on Amazon or all of a sudden, you know, that, that product gets taken off or whatever, like, what are you going to do with all that inventory that you invested into? So, um, that's just a challenge that, that I think sellers kind of have to deal with at times. And, you know, maybe you wholesale forever, forever, never, never, and you never run across any of those problems, but, um, you know, there are things that do pop up. So you just kind of have to be aware of that, that as you grow your business, you're going to have a lot of inventory that you're on the hook for, and it could lead you scrambling if something happens to your account or, with the product or whatever it might be. So that's just something to kind of be aware of, okay? Now, another thing to kind of keep in the back of your mind is if you are growing this business and it's really working well for you, there's gonna get to a point where you may want to consider uh, kind of kind of having your own warehouse and your own staff. Like there are a lot of wholesalers out there that start growing and all of a sudden they realize they need staff. They need actual people and a warehouse to kind of deal with all this inventory that they're buying between setting it up and staging it and prepping it to get sent into Amazon. And it kind of becomes a huge production at a certain point. And if you're not the type of person that likes to deal with that kind of stuff or deal with, you know, managing actual people and things like that, if that terrifies you, then you know, you may just want to be aware of that. But there are some other options out there. There could be prep centers that you could work with. Like there are different routes to kind of handle this. But as you grow, you're going to be presented with like challenges of like, what do I do with all this inventory that I'm buying now? Where do I send it all? Again, it started small, but now you're just growing and growing and growing, which presents its own set of problems. Again, a lot of wholesalers start growing and all of a sudden they have staff and that kind of freaks them out. They have a warehouse to deal with. They have all these problems that come with that. I guess they're good problems. But again, if you're not that type of person, if you just rather sit on your computer all day and, and just kind of run like a private label business from, you know, from the beach or whatever, you know, that, that, that's something to consider when you are wholesaling, when you're dealing with just massive amounts of inventory that way that you have to deal with. So that kind of, uh, those are some pros and cons of wholesaling guys that I wanted to throw out there. Again, it's a fantastic business model to entertain. You know, even if you're like you're a private labeler, and you're doing really well with that, you may want to entertain, you know, wholesaling or vice versa or whatever. It's like, you don't just have to do one model. You could do multiple different models. Okay. So that is something to consider. Now, uh, I'm going to start wrapping this podcast episode up here a little bit. Uh, I went a little bit longer than I anticipated, but uh, guys, I gave you about four different business selling models to consider when selling physical products on Amazon. And let me just tell you that no matter what model you choose at the end of the day, there are people crushing it all over the place, no matter what model. So even arbitrage models and things like that, there are people just knocking it out of the park. So it all depends upon what you're good at and kind of, um, you know, what, what really kind of gets you going and gets you motivated. The whole key thing is, guys, it can all be done with focus and taking action, no matter what. So again, just to recap, like if you're just getting started, I always recommend the arbitrage models, the retail or the online um, you know, if that's all you ever want to do, Hey, that's great. You know, if you want to make a little bit of money or a lot of money, you can definitely do it. Uh, but my preference though, is if you have some capital to invest right off the bat, either choose private labeling or wholesaling or both, whatever, maybe do both. Um, I love the aspect of control with private labeling, as I've mentioned, but if you're more, uh, into systems and you don't want to deal with all the A to Z stuff, then, you know, maybe wholesaling is more 
your thing. If you don't mind dealing with distributors and uh, companies and setting up wholesale contracts and all the all the stuff that kind of goes along with that, with the terms and all that, uh, you know, go that route. But at the end of the day, guys, take action, go make it happen. Uh, let me know your thoughts on today's episode. Join me in the Facebook group if you're not yet already a member. Go to privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB. Share your thoughts on uh, today's episode there. And as mentioned at the top of the podcast, guys, if you guys want access to Kevin King's Freedom Ticket Course, then simply sign up for a paid account to Helium 10, and you can get a discount on Helium 10 by going to privatelabelershow.com forward slash Helium 10, or just go to my resources page at privatelabelershow.com or look at the show notes. Again, take advantage of the discount to Helium 10, tools that you're going to need anyways to run your business. And if you have um, Helium 10, you can get access to Kevin's course and training. So that about does it, guys. Also, too, if you haven't yet left a review on iTunes, please do that. Go to iTunes, leave a review for the podcast. That would be super awesome. And I thank you in advance for that. I think we're at like 194 iTunes reviews. If you could help me get to 200 reviews, that would be super cool. Thanks in advance. I appreciate you. Very, very grateful for each and every one of you guys listening to the very end. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Later. This episode of The Private Labeler Show has ended. Please show your support for the podcast by subscribing for more business strategies and tactics to help you build your empire. Also, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.